Hello, welcome to the Power of Positive podcast. I am your host, Nikki Johnson, and today I am sharing strategies for becoming a morning person. Seven strategies, in fact. I don't like to use the word tips because for whatever reason, tips feel sort of hollow, maybe. I'm not I'm not sure what the word is to define it, but I feel like strategies actually feel proven, as in I've tried them and it worked for me, versus tips sort of just feel like you should do this. Like, I don't need this advice, but you do. Let me give you a tip. <laughs> Whereas strategies, I don't know, for whatever reason, just feel more authentic to this is what I've tried and know to work. So this is why I'm suggesting it to you, that type of thing. Anyway, here we go (laughs) with episode 84, Strategies for Becoming a Morning Person. Now, if you follow me on social media, specifically my stories, you know I wake up around 5 a.m. each day. It may look effortless now, but it definitely hasn't always been that way. In fact, I used to wake up at the very last minute possible. And of course, then I would rush around to get everything together, get myself ready to get to where I needed to be. And that left me frustrated and full of anxiety, forgetting things, and oftentimes I was late. That's how I lived my life for so many years. And now looking back, I don't know why it took me so long to figure out that it didn't have to be that way. Like, why did I do that to myself? Why didn't I just wake up earlier? And I know that it was because at that time, I didn't know what I know now which is that if I had just taken a few minutes to wake up in the morning to be more alert, taken some time to be calm and quiet, my days would have gone so much smoother. So I understand if you are in that spot right now where you are not a morning person, where you are maybe waking up and rushing out the door and you're always tired thinking there's no way I could possibly wake up earlier or you try to wake up earlier but you're always hitting snooze or you sleep through your alarm. I get it. I get it. I'm going to share seven strategies to hopefully help you. I don't even want to say become a morning person. It's just the simplest way to describe it, but maybe... A better, um, more accurate description is getting up in the morning, allowing yourself enough time to be awake, alert, and to take on your day. (laughs) See, that's why I didn't title that. That's why I didn't use that title. Okay, here we go. Number one, sort of a no brainer, but get to bed earlier. I know, I know, (laughs) I know, I know it's hard. So many of us stay up late for no reason, right? Maybe we are delaying waking up. We don't want to go to bed because we have to wake up in the morning. I get it. But we're wasting so many hours watching TV or scrolling. We know that we need to get up. We know how much sleep we need. 
and what time that alarm will go off and how badly we just want to stay in bed, but yet we stay on the couch. I know because that was me and it still is me at times. So just be mindful, think ahead and get to bed at a decent time. Realize that you staying up later does not delay the day coming. You're just wasting precious time you could be sleeping. So if you're not using your time wisely in the evening, if you're not being productive, if you allow yourself this wind down time and then find yourself another hour later still awake, get to bed. How to do this? I recommend setting your sleep full, deciding how many hours of sleep you want, and then set a bedtime accordingly. Again, it's like a no-brainer, but some people miss this step. They just go to bed when they feel like it or when they get around to it or when they feel tired and they aren't really mindful of how much sleep they're getting. I use the bedtime feature on my iPhone. I set my alarm, decide how many hours of sleep I want to get, and it will remind me what time to go to bed. It even sends me a message 30 minutes before my bedtime, reminding me to wind down and shut down electronics, which brings me to number two, form a bedtime routine off screen. Our days are filled with routines and habits, whether we realize it or not. Maybe it's a habit of scrolling an hour before bed or eating pretzels and wine or watching the news. Be mindful about your activity before bed. Ideally getting away from screens one hour is I think even two hours they recommend, but I'm just going to go with 30 minutes before bed. So what you can do instead of scrolling or watching TV or mindlessly what zoning out to the screen. And I get it. If you want to watch the news, I get it. I'm just saying set time, choose wisely how much time you are allowing to be in front of the screen. Instead, you could read, um, do some evening stretches, which will of course increase your sleep quality, um, journal, empty out your brain again, can improve your sleep quality prep for the day ahead, set out your clothes, your lunch, all those things. Um, You could even do your household chores like laundry, dishes, and whatever. So set aside the time for TV or movie, whatever. And then I don't know if you have energy at the end of the day to do things like housework. It would be something off screen. Everybody's different. So do what works for you. Number three, which might sound kind of crazy. Hear me out. Set a pleasant alarm. Maybe it's just me, but if I wake up to that old school, like eh, 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 alarm, <laughs> I wake up crabby. I don't want to wake up crabby. <laughs> it's not a good way to start your day. It's not waking up in a good mood. So I choose the early riser sound on the Again, the iPhone, the sleep, sleep, wake up feature. And I set it to the gradual crescendo because it's not just like a blaring sound, like jarring me awake. So this may not work for everyone. And I know some people 
sleep through something gentle. So know yourself. And if this is not going to work for you, then choose that super loud alarm and just see, maybe you will wake up in a great mood by being blasted by some sound. Not me. All right. Number four, if you are the type that falls back to sleep after shutting off your alarm, or if you hit snooze a bunch, I recommend putting your alarm in the next room. This will force you to get up out of bed and shut it off. Maybe not ideal, but how badly do you want to wake up on time? Number five, start your day with quiet time. Honestly, I look forward to this quiet time in the morning. So I do get up out of bed maybe easier than I have in the past because I'm doing something at the start of my day that I really look forward to. So I recommend that it's quiet time, but maybe it's something else for you. Maybe it's your coffee or a book that you're reading, whatever it is. I still want you to try to set aside some quiet time. I've talked about my morning routine so many times. You can scroll back to episode 39 to hear the details of how I start my day, get some ideas for what you can do to to have your own quiet time morning routine. Starting your day like this helps you feel less stressed and rushed and gives you time to set intentions for the day rather than just reacting to those messages that you get on your phone or rushing into work or getting the kids ready. You're setting time for yourself first and a positive way to start your day sets the tone for your entire day. Number six, if you are choosing to wake up earlier than you have been previously, my suggestion is to ease into it. If you're going from waking up at 7 a.m. and now all of a sudden you're waking up at 5 a.m., that is a major transition. So I recommend instead of taking that big jump all at once, set your alarm to just 15 minutes earlier. And once you've gotten to the groove with that, move it up another 15 minutes and then progress as needed. And this will be much easier to stick with. And I think you'll follow through in the long term. And finally, if you're choosing to wake up earlier so that you can exercise, prep the night before. Set out your workout clothes, fill your water bottle, get your pre-workout all set up. And also, I highly recommend following a program with a calendar. I've said it so many times before, but following a program helps me stay consistent and it makes me feel accomplished each time I get to X off a day and it gets the best results. So if you work out at home, like I do join a zoom with friends for extra motivation and accountability. And if you don't have workout from home buddies, send me a message. All my contact info is in the show notes and I can send you to the link to some free workouts and the zoom that my friends and I use every morning to work out together virtually. So we all do our own workouts. The sound is off on Zoom. And then some of us even leave off the video. It's just an in it together feel that is so encouraging. I hope these strategies are helpful for you to either become a morning person or at the very least to quit hitting snooze. Stay positive and stay healthy. Thanks for joining me today. 
I hope my sharing has helped you in some way. And if it has, let me know by connecting with me on social. You can find me on Instagram at I am Nikki J. That's the letters I-M-N-I-K-K-I-J. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories to let others know this episode was helpful to you. And could you tag me also? I want to know which topics benefit you most. One more thing. Could you take a second to rate the podcast? It would mean so much. Your rating and comment will help people looking to connect with people like you and I find this podcast too. Thanks so much.